Welcome to the neighborhood. Happy Hood the Podcast, where we deliver meaningful content to grow your faith, well-being, and leadership skills. Hey neighbor, I'm your favorite neighbor, Jay Murray, lifestyle coach, inspiring others to develop self-worth through leadership applications that will enable them to live in purpose. Happy Hood the Podcast. Finish message what you start. Happy of the podcast. I'm your favorite neighbor, Jay Murray. This is where we talk about everything from faith, well-being, and leadership. And today, family, we have another great guest on with us today. Uh, I want to welcome this brother. He is a coach. He is a speaker and author of Your Purpose Is Not For You. Please welcome to the neighborhood, Mr. Andrew Notice. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm great, my brother. I'm great. Happy to be here, my brother. Absolutely. That's what's up, man. I'm glad you're here all the way from Houston. Houston, Texas, in the house. H-Town is in the house. As we were just kind of talking family, he said, man, if you ever come out here, you may may not want to leave. You know what I'm saying? So I got to make sure uh, from from the food to the the good good people, always hear good things about about Houston. Um, Andre, anytime I, I, I have someone on like yourself, uh, just have so much ex- expertise um, and an and author. I always love to get just a background of who you are, you know, kind of tell us a, a little bit about yourself um, as we talk about your book. Again, he's the author of Your Purpose is Not for You, uh, which is, I mean, the title of itself, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely ready to get into that. But uh, Andre, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, my man. Absolutely, man. I have a little introduction. I'd like to let people know that if you don't know, I'm the Rami Realtor for your dream home. We need to buy or sell. I'm the purpose coach for those that feel like they're going through hell. I am the speaker here to motivate, encourage, and inspire. I'm a poet as well. I've got the mic to spit bars of fire. This book that I wrote, it's changing lives as well. A servant is what I am on a mission to serve, not sell. When it's all said and done, I help others reach their full potential by helping them find their purpose to find true joy. It is essential. Andre notice is my name and inspiration is who I be. It is true. I live to give and you will notice me. Oh, man. Come on, man. I don't know if we do that or we clap it up. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I love it, man. Hey, we, I didn't even tell in the uh, in the opening, you know, what I'm saying give you some some uh, some more all the credentials, man. Like, Hey, you, you got some, a poet here. Um, I love that. I, I love that. Um, now you talk about the real, real estate, the speaking yeah. and, and yeah. the book. Um, yeah. I guess let's start here. Cause I think it would kind of provide some insight to how you got into these other areas. Sure. Why write a book about purpose? Great question, man. Um, so, Most people live and die and never even find out why they were even here because of fear. Mm. Well, if you want to know what you were created for, you got to go back to the creator. Mm. Mm. And the creator gave me the title for this book. And what I realized in my life was I kept running across individuals that had all these, they had all these questions about life. All yeah. this unfulfillment, all this unsatisfactory actions and just people just going through life 
aimlessly, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't. You know, I understood why I was here. I understood what I was supposed to be doing. And once you know you have a responsibility. So when you you, you know better, you do better. So yeah. as I knew and I understood and I understood that I had to, the questions to people's answers, then it was upon me to make sure that I, I put myself in a position that people can get those answers. So God gave me the title for that book. Yeah, I, I would love to. To kind of as, as you talk about um, or as, as you mentioned, people had questions. Yeah. You know? And we think about this. Like unfulfillment, um, yeah. this unsatisfaction that mm-hmm. they have over, over their life. Was there any questions that really stood out to you that you even pondered yourself uh, when people, you know, had questions about life or had questions about their purpose about life? It would be more of statements, statements mm-hmm. about living life, but not really living life, more like it just existing. Yeah. Making statements like tired of getting up, going to work, working at a job they didn't want to be at, mm-hmm. getting paid what they didn't want to get paid, you know, just being un- unfulfilled in what it is that they're doing on their regular everyday life. Yeah. And I was starting to live a life that I really enjoyed and doing things that I really enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. Even got to the point where I was driving the car that I wanted to be driving, you know, so, but it came at a, it came at a cost because I was one of those people, you know, I do, I do remember for a, a big portion of my life was spent in hardship, mm-hmm. financial hardship, you know, being homeless, sleeping in cars, sleeping on couches, sleeping on floors, all of those things. So even these questions that people would ask, I had to, I had those same questions. Yeah. But after I went through my transition, I began to get the answers that I had for myself. Mm-hmm. And I realized other people would still ask those same questions or still make those same statements. statements. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it was just one of those things to where I took notice as to what was going on around me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you, and fam, I think this is going to be a great, great episode. So I, I don't know. Like, I think you need to sit back, get you your 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 tea, your coffee. Um, hopefully, you, you got a, a nice commute. You know what I'm saying? Either to your destination. I think it's really going to be a good a good conversation here because you're talking about something that really resonates with me, and it resonates with even the reason why I started Happy Hood. Um, there it is. You know, it's, it's, it's something that Happy Hood is a purpose-driven lifestyle brand, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's around these values that God, the creator, gave me as I was yeah. going through a transition um, in my life. And, and as I look back now, it was a growth. Yeah. It was a process. It was a growth. I was maturing in, in, in my, my, my faith. I was maturing as, as a man. Uh, I was maturing in my emotions, you know, yeah. and, and Andre, I, I'm, I'm curious to know, just when you think about and reflect about your trans transition, mm-hmm. what, like what stood out to you or what helped you to shift your perspective, right. Or your mindset around, you know what? Nah, I, there's still something in me that I know needs to get out. I know this 
that I'm uh, that I may be going through is not is not defining who I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of things. The first thing being, um, even from a young age, I would all I would I would at times have people that I did not know, complete strangers that would walk up to me or I would meet and they would prophesy over my life and say that I would have a calling or a leadership or something. And, you know, these people didn't know who I was, but it would happen, you know, from time to time. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing. It planted a seed. I didn't know what these people were talking about, but it planted a seed. Then the next thing was the whole industry of personal development. Mm which is doing what you have to do to grow yourself, Mm -hmm. namely your mindset. Mm -hmm. So constantly listening to watching videos of reading books of things that are going to feed my mind and my spirit. Mm, So people like Jim Rome, Bob Proctor, Les Brown, Eric Thomas, Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. Earl Nightingale, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. And when I found myself going through situations that I did not want to be in, it was that whole personal development industry and arena that really shifted my mindset to see that, hey, I'm going through hardships right now, but this is just not my right now. What I'm going through right now does not dictate what I will experience in my future. My past does not dictate my future. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what really kept me going. That's what really shifted my mind to see that greater is on the other side. If I never gave up because you're not a failure when you fail, Mm. you're a failure when you give up. Mm. And I was never going to allow myself to give up. Yeah. Ever. I, um, when when I think about man, okay, you, you, I gotta let this stuff mar- marinate, family. I'm <laughs> I'm trying not, because again, you 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 can't. You, you I, I don't want to just kind of just quickly just gloss over some certain certain things that you said, um, and I want to want to take we're gonna take our time today, family. We're gonna take our time. Yeah. Um, something that you mentioned, man. Uh, and I, I wanted to I want to get your thoughts because I've been thinking about about this. And I'm reading this book by Steve Leader, uh, A More Beautiful You. And it's talking about suffering. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about how suffering, um, like the, it's almost like the joy of suffering and how mm-hmm. it transforms you internally. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm curious to know, man, when you was going through those, those moments of suffering mm-hmm. and kind of reflecting back, Mm-hmm. Do you do you often think about or have appreciation of going through those those moments? Hundred percent. Not while I'm going through them, though. Yeah, yeah totally, <laughs> totally, totally. But afterwards, yeah, because a mature person would understand that the things that you go through is only going to grow you. It's a choice to grow through what you go through. Mm. You mm. know. And the thing about it is, is I believe that life is one big test comprised of small tests. Mm -hmm. And what people don't understand about life is 
life is a test and to the degree that you don't pass the test you shall repeat it yeah yeah and what most people are going yeah. through in life is they're repeating the same test same cycles over and over and over again because they've never passed the test come on now. so for instance a person will keep dating the same person in a different body with a different name mm -hmm. same character traits why mm -hmm. because they are attracted to that person because they have not passed the test yes. they go through the same thing in life mm -hmm. in in their careers mm -hmm. in their parenting no matter what it is if you do not pass the test, you shall repeat it. So yeah. I had to learn that if I want to get myself out of the situation, because no matter what situation you go through, it's not your fault that you're in that situation at some point, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But it is your fault if you stay there. Mm. It's not your fault that you were born poor. Mm -hmm. It's your fault if you die poor. Mm. So mm. really, you you can sit here and try to make excuses yeah. or you can stand up and make adjustments. You know, Say so I like that. to, I like to make, I like to make sure that people understand that the very first step to success, in my opinion, is desire. Mm -hmm. You got to want it. Mm -hmm. And once you want it, you have to develop the mindset because the mindset is going to have a, direct impact on you taking the right actions. And I was not going to allow myself to stay where I was and not live a life of fulfillment. Because if, if I believe in God and God is a success, yeah. he cannot create me as his son and I not be a success. Totally. So if I'm not successful, it's not God's fault. Yeah. So whose fault is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's amazing when you, when you think about it, to, to your point of getting back up and making those adjustments. Um, there's a, a quote. I don't know who said it, but I, I always remember one of my um, my peers at work used to say, say this to me. And, and I have said it to now my kids is that um, lessons will continue to lessons will continue to uh, be them be in front of you until you are ready to pass them. You know, lessons will continue to come until you are ready to pass them. They'll, they'll continue to present themselves to you until you are ready to pass them. And yeah. that, that always stuck out to me because until you are ready to pass them. Right. I, as, as I think about my process, I think about as my journey as an entrepreneur, as I think about my journey as a man, as I think about my journey as a, 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 a God-fearing man, you know, as I think about my journey as a husband, father, I, 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 I'm still learning the same, the same lessons. But I'm still, but it's in a more deeper appreciation of them because I had to understand that sometimes my readiness was not on my timetable, but God's time timetable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and that's the part where I had to really understand that and really like to your point, as we, you know, it's one thing to kind of continue to move through things. And then there, there's another where I'm learning how to sit in it 
and really understanding of, yeah. what, of what I'm doing, right? Right. Uh, and, and really, what is the actual lesson that I'm looking to, to learn, you know? Um, wow, man, this is, so, it's, this is rich. This is very, very rich, man. Yeah, because you I, said I, something in there. And, and the thing about it is, is you reach a state of growth when you stop asking why. So when you go, th- when, when something happens, I don't want to say to you, when something happens for you, yeah. not to you, when something happens for you, when you stop asking, why is this happening to me? Why me? Yeah. And you start asking, what am I supposed to learn from this situation? That's when you grow, you're growing. Yeah. It's, and that's the shifting, shifting yeah. of your mindset. Right. That's the it's shifting. all perspective. It's all yeah. on how you choose to see things. It's all, yeah, totally, man. That That's totally. And that's, that's to your point of that desire and that mindset, you know, of, of, of definitely developing the, the, those areas. I'm, I'm curious to, to know, to know this, man, as you have went through certain things and now, as you say, to walk in this success and to walk into this way of thinking, was there a process of healing that you had to go, go through? Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's part of the process. And to be honest, one of the things I had to, I had to heal was my heart emotionally when going through a, you know, a situation shift that didn't go as planned, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes the, the hardships that we go through come from dealing with other individuals. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, Yeah. and nobody's responsible for your healing, but you. Mm, man, whoo! Come on now. That yeah, t- no one's responsible for your healing, but you. Yeah, you can sit there and point the blame all you want, but man, look, I love you. I, I just met you, and I love you, and already, no matter how much I love you, brother, I can't do your push-ups for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to do your own push-ups. Yeah. You got to heal your own self. You know, yeah. I, there's, there's just some things you just got to break down and do it yourself. Yeah. That's, but that's, that's, you know what, man, I think one, one of the biggest things that helped, that helped me again, we think about like, as, as I'm saying it, living in your purpose, being intentional and understanding that these gifts and talents that the creator, I love how you put that the creator provided to you of yeah. your responsibility to get get them out. Once you yeah. un- understand that, and once from from my 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 healing process, it was me getting to a point of acceptance. Yeah. And yeah. and that that part, man, it was so hard. Yeah. Because it was pride built up. Yeah. As, as I reflect reflect now, it it was like. I'm not hurting. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm good. But it was to a point where I, I remember, man, um, it, it was, I remember so, so, so vividly. Like, I was taking my daughter to school, and there was a, a homeless guy crossing the street. And he said, yo, you, you got anything? And I said, I don't got nothing, man. 
at that point, I wasn't speaking physically. I was speaking emotionally and spiritually that I ha- I got nothing to give you. And I'm telling you, man, it was, there's no other than I, I can think of the Holy Spirit saying, good. Now you have emptied yourself out and accepting that I'm broken and accepting that I'm hurting and accepting that, you know, there's some things that I have not completely got, got, got over some shame, you know, and that part there, man, we, we kind of think about that process. You said like desire and mindset, that process helped me to develop that mindset, man. Yeah. Because I had to, I had, had to go through a process of releasing, right. Emptying out all these things, right. All these things and now being able to be filled back up with the joy of God, to be filled back up with understanding my identity, to be filled back up, understanding, oh man, I got gifts and talents in me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That the creator put in me, you know what I'm saying? If I was made by the creators in, in, in the creator's image, then I was created to create. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, so allow me to do that, man. So it's, 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 it's phenomenal, man. As you mentioned, just the moments of understanding and shifting your, your, your mindset is, is so important, man. It is. But the reason why many people can't get there is because of what you just said. So I wrote a book. Actually, they have it here. You know who that brother is? Les Brown. Yeah. So yeah. I got a book with Les Brown. The, the title of my chapter is Andre's Five A's to Bigger, Better, Brighter Days. So it's how to change. How to get from where you are right now to where you want to go. Okay. And what you just spoke to was a second A. Because mm. they're, they're, in, they're in chronological order. Mm. The very first A to change is awareness. You can't change the situation that you're not aware of. Not aware of. Mm. But what, you're, what you talked about was the second A. After you're aware, comes the second A. And that's accountability. Most people never get to where they want to go because they never take accountability. They're constantly blaming somebody or something else. Oh, I had this trauma from my past. Oh, I had this happen. I went through that. The moment that you keep pointing the figure at something or somebody else, you are not a candidate for change because whatever you point the finger at has the power, which means you are powerless. Powerless. You you can only become powerful when you accept, Hey, I am where I am right now because of me. Nobody else but me. Yes. That thing happened in the past. Yes. I was molested. Yes. I was abused. Yes. I went through financial hardship, but I still am where I am right now because of me. And if you can't take that accountability, if you can't come to a conclusion and say it's me, then you're not a candidate for change. You're going to stay where you are or even sink. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to so, know the, the, the three, the three other A's man. <laughs> you got to get the book. You got to get, get the book. book. First, the first two are free. The first two are free. 
I love it. Gotta get the book. Gotta get, Gotta the, get book. the book. Family, we'll we'll make sure that we'll put those links in the um in the podcast notes so we can go definitely get get the book. And that's a true salesman right there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you gotta go get the book. You gotta go get the book. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Andre, um, if we kind of shift back to the book uh that you author, um yeah. and I'm and I don't think we, we touched on this. And this has been a really rich conversation. Again, you listen to Happy Hill, the podcast. I'm your favorite neighbor, Jay Murray. I'm here with Andre Notice, um, author of Your Purpose is Not for You. Why Why the title? Man, I, that, that ain't got, <laughs> you asking the wrong one. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm. God gave me that title seven years ago. Mm. And I didn't even put the pen to the paper until 2020, 2021. He gave me that title. I didn't come up with that title. I could not have come up with that title. Mm. I think it's genius, but it wasn't me. Yeah. And what's funny is I remember he confirmed it too. I remember um, I was asked to speak on a panel, some uh, relationship symposium, because I talk about relationships sometimes as well. And there was a young lady sitting in the audience. Never met this lady before. Didn't know she was. She was not even supposed to be there. She had actually just found the event on Eventbrite, decided to come. And she was going through a tough time. And up until that point, she was praying and asking God, God, why am I going through so much? This is like, why am I going through so much? And God answered her and said, because your purpose is not for you. The very next day or week, she showed herself up to a a symposium, saw me on stage and found out the title of my book and was floored. Mm. Because the title of my book is the same answer that God had gave her the night before. And when she walked up and told me that, man, I almost burst out in tears. I was like, wow. Sit back and and and, and think about that. I mean, the title itself, it's is very thought provoking. It is. It's it's very it's it's reflective. Um because when I when I see that title, your purpose is not for you i mean i can't help but to think about jesus 100 percent, and what and what jesus did for us you see you see the bottom of my shirt right here uh stand up a little bit servant come on man at all of those things as the bottom line the bottom line the bottom line servant that's it that when christ came that's all he did that's all he did. He served. That's all we're that's all we're placed on this earth to do is love. And the best word to show love is to give, aka serve. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And God gets the glory. That's it. Yeah. But ego gets in the way. Ego is a man, look. <laughs> you know what? It's, 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 it's a mother, right? Because look, it is. it's like ego. When, when I say ego, it's, it's not like, oh, I want the glory. It's, it's, but it, and, may, and maybe I'm saying this as I'm thinking about it, it's the ego some, sometimes I had, had to come to this understanding of quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Because my ego which says, man, I should be doing more. I should right. be, I should be having uh uh these amount of downloads and and these amount of subscribers and 
and we should yeah. be selling these amount of shirts. You know what I'm saying? I should be doing all, all this and everything. And 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 guys had to sit me down like, I want you to worry about the quality. I, I don't care if it's two or three people that's listening. You make sure that you serve them. You serve serve them, and and that that is part of like the ego. You right, man, because I, our ego will have us comparing ourselves to. Oh others. yeah, all day long. That's the danger of social media, right there. Yes, mm-hmm. you have us comparing ourselves to others, man, and and that's another thing, dude. I I had to really think and contemplate on that because when we compare ourselves, man, it's it's like we. It is truly taking us down a unhealthy, uh, an unhealthy route. You know, a you miss downward it. spiral. You miss it when I when I because because you miss it. Yeah. What, what I mean by you miss it is you've forgotten what you're here for, and that's yeah. the reason why. That's the reason why I'm not a big, I'm not a big, I'm not real big on titles. Come on, leadership is I'm not, not a title, but on titles. Come on, man. People who want to call me minister and I know just call me brother because what what a title does, it feeds the ego. And what happens is over time, as you keep hearing that title, not everybody, but for some individuals over time, you forget what you were ultimately here to do. And that's serve. Yeah, that's it. Even Christ, when he came and he came and he washed their feet. He humbled himself, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not real big on titles because it's all about humility. It's all yeah. about serving. Yeah. When what do you think? Um, so I'm I'm a I'm huge on serving leaders. I have a deep compassion for them, not only because I'm I'm one, but because I was raised by two servant leaders. Yeah. Uh, my mom and father. Uh, my father was a preacher. My mom preached right, right with them, pastor church yeah. right. and seeing them, how they served um, others and how they led others. I will, I will, I will never forget that because that's, that's who I am. It's, it's ingrained to me. It's part of my D, my DNA. Right. But one thing that I had to un- learn through, through them and even kind of get a better understanding of, when you're serving, you're always emptying out. You're always emptying out. And if you don't take the time to refill yourself. Burnout. You, burnout, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to, to like from your perspective. Like, how do we maintain that? What certain things can, can we do as servant leaders? <laughs> to make sure that we maintain our fire, to maintain yeah. our, our our ability to pour out, because that's what that's what we're doing. It's in our it's in our ability. It's, it's our innate yeah. ability to do this. However, mm-hmm. the other the other side of it that we don't take time to refresh ourselves, right? To serve even more effectively. Now we're serving mm-hmm. rotten fruits, right? Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a great question. And I'll answer your question. There's a couple of things you can do. Number one, the very first thing you need to do is have a vision. Mm. The the vision asks a a simple question. Why? Mm. 
Why are you doing this? Yeah. Yeah. And that vision should be written down. Why are you why are you doing this? Why do you get up in the morning? That's your anchor. Mm-hmm. If you're getting up in the morning for any other reason, if you let me, let me rephrase that. If you're getting up in the morning and all you have an objective to do is to pay bills, take care of your family, you missed it. Go back to bed. <laughs> That's the first thing. The second thing is, and I talk, I, I go through this in detail in my coaching program, actually. But there are six or seven different aspects to your physiology physiology that needs to be fed on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. You have your spiritual self, your physical self, mm-hmm. your intellectual self, mm-hmm. your creative self, your emotional self, and your social self. Mm-hmm. You need to feed each aspect of your physiology regularly. The moment one aspect of that physiology has not been fed is when you start to experience burnout. I make sure to feed pretty much every aspect of that every single day. And that's because people are always ask me, how do you always have so much energy? How are you always so positive? How are you always so always giving and giving? And, and because I'm always filling myself up. I understand who I am. I understand that I'm an extrovert. I get energy from being around people. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand who I am. So because I understand who I am and where I am, I understand what I need to do to make sure that I keep myself filled yeah. on every aspect of that physiology so that I do not allow myself to get on empty. Because mm-hmm. if I'm no good to myself, I can't be good to anybody else. Yeah. And too yeah. many people right now are going through life pouring from an empty cup. They're empty, but they keep on giving. They keep on pouring. Yeah. Keep on giving because they haven't realized that they need to make time for themselves. Sometimes it's just taking a break. Sometimes you have to learn to say no. Come on now. Come on now. Sometimes no is not even no. Sometimes no is not right now. Not yet. Yeah. But sometimes it's just no. Yeah. And some people have built up such a habit and gone so accustomed to saying yes to everybody else that they've said no to themselves. So you have to learn to build a habit to feed each aspect of your physiology regularly. Um, it's, we just said, like, caught me. Uh, <laughs> We just said that you so used to saying yes to everybody else that you say no to yourself. Like, I think we all, and I'm thinking about myself, have been there. Like, I well, say, I mean, I don't know. There's some. There's some people that have. So the opposite of that is a narcissist. Mm-hmm. But the difference is they manipulate. Yeah. To where they get the yes, but they don't feel any consideration for others. Yeah. So there are individuals who are constantly taking and taking and taking and don't yeah. even realize they don't they don't even realize it. Yeah. I, I think one one of the biggest things, like to, to your point, like when I think about that is what screams out to me is the lack of boundaries. 
Yes. And balance. And balance. And, balance. and yeah. I think like people talk about a work-life balance all the time. You know, I hear a lot of talk about a work-life balance. In my mind, personally, a work-life balance does not mean 50-50 to me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Work-life balance just basically means you're getting enough work to get things done and enough life to get things done that work for you personally. So for me, that could be 60-40. For you, it could be it could be 70-30. For next person, it could be 80-20. Yeah. It but you're getting good. enough Everybody, that works yeah. for you. It yeah. doesn't have to mean 50-50, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, and man, that's so true because what works for you may not work for me. Exactly. Some people, there are people going on talking about people. Man, you can't make it to a two uh six figures or or multi-figure unless you're working 80 hours. That's not true. Yeah. That worked for you. If yeah. I work 90 hours in a week, I'm falling asleep at the wheel, literally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Literally. And and, and oh so look, I think it's dangerous to tell people things like that because we're yeah. all different. Because because is is to, to your point. All, all you on is it's like you just you just keep going you keep going you Fumes. keep going yeah. and you and you're not you're not anchoring to like why am I doing this because you may and it, this is why I had to really come understand like stop trying to fit what's what what was success for someone else be your success right because you have to define your success because I I be honest which not not honest which but like as I thought about it. And this is what people don't like when especially with comparing, right? This is where like I had to really come come to understanding. Just because you see somebody else with five streams of income, and you say, Hey, I want five streams of income, you may not understand it. while that's you may see that as a blessing, the burden on the other side of that. Because now you talking about you really got gotta have maybe two or three accountants. Now you really gotta be understanding how you operate in. Uh, 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 with with yourself and what type of work life balance you have. Now you really got to make sure that you schedule on time for the wife. It's it's no more of, right, of like another- just casually go out. No, you know what I'm saying because you, you know how much more com- comes with that. Right, but another thing about that is what people don't understand about when they when you look at other people like that. You didn't factor in the fact that that person has no kids. Yeah, you didn't yeah. factor in the person. You didn't factor in. The fact that that person has no wife. Has no wife. Yeah. You didn't even factor in the fact that that person started off with one, got one going, then went to the other. They didn't build all five at the same time. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Context. And, 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 that, that's the thing about and, and you didn't factor in that person's been doing it for 20 years. You only been doing right. it for three years. Stop. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, that don't like and, and when when you really start to understand that and, and analyze that, you're like, oh, let me make sure I focus on my purpose. Let me make sure I, I understand my why. You know, let yeah. me make sure that I anchor to, to that because if you don't, you're gonna be drifting. You know, I, I think about that boat as as an anchor of boat. That anchor is helps the boat to be stationary, you know, in the water. Without that. You drifting. Yeah. You drift and you're going from yeah. places to places. Yeah. Areas to areas. And you're not being stationary. You're not being focused That's on it. what needs to be done. Yeah. Too many multitaskers. Too many. 
which is one of the worst things that you can do is multitask. Yeah. And we because you're you're training your you're training your brain and your body not to focus. Not to focus. Not to focus. You know? And I I is is funny because I'm with my um (laughs) like my my son and my daughter, like even with them, I see them at times, especially my daughter, she's in, in middle school, where she would have the TV on, music in the ear, trying to do, do work. And I like, baby girl, you know, now sometimes, yeah, she still makes good good grades. But then sometimes I'm like, well, you, you got this grade on, on this test. I mean, this may be evidence, proof of concept <laughs> that you, you may need to change the way that you study, <laughs> you know. You may be because again, you may be as, as you go up, as you go up to different um levels, if you want to call it that, it's gonna take more commitment, more discipline. The discipline yeah, 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 that you yeah. had yesterday, yeah, it got you here. It got right. you here. And let, let's clap for that. But being here is not gonna get you there. What got right. you here is not gonna get you there. And that, right. that's something I had to un- understand. Like this this year, my um, word for the year is committed. And I'm telling you, man, like that 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 one word in which we do it every year, uh, our family do it. It always like it just it just I'm I'm my perspective changed so much because I'm understanding a different level of commitment. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm understanding. The consistency, some some of these underlining things, you know, persistent, you know, time management, all all the what to be committed to. I can't be committed to everything. Yeah, yeah, you haven't you having uh three number ones. <laughs> yeah, like come on, come on. Like how many? I got a question for you. How many point guards at a time uh, on? How many point guards on the court at one time per team? Just one. I mean, just we, one. I mean, you could have two if you want to, yeah. but I guarantee the other one plays. He playing shooting guard. He playing shooting how guard, many, right? How many, how many quarterbacks are on the field at one time? There's one. Just one. There's one. That's it. And and that man, that's it's so. Woo! That's as so important, man. Um, woo! So, fam, again, we talking to Andre. Notice you listen to Happy Hood the podcast. I'm your favorite neighbor, Jake Jay Murray. Um, so we talked about the, these, the mindsets, the desire, when you're talking to people and even people that's listening to this, this, this podcast, man, like, how do you walk in your purpose? We talked about mindset. What's, what's another, uh, uh, thing or practice or steps help people to really walk into their purpose and understand your purpose is not yours. You really got to pay attention. Most people don't really pay attention. So we're creatures of habit. And because we're creatures of habit, we go through life day to day doing the same things every single day. And the reason why we're doing the same things is because we're thinking the same thoughts. Yeah. Mm. And if you want to change your life, you got to change your mind. If you want to change your mind, you got to change your words. Change your words, change your world. Mm. 
And we don't understand the power of our words. We don't understand the power of our minds. We say that we understand that there's power. But we don't. If we really understood and believed that, you would be very cautious every word that comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Every thought that comes across your mind. Mm-hmm. Because as you think, you create. And as you speak, you act. So it really comes down to being more intentional with what you allow yourself to watch, what you allow yourself to listen to. Because what that allows you to do is be present. And once you're present, you can pay attention to what's around you. You can pay attention to interactions, information. You can pay attention to to, uh, what you're good at. One of the things that you should know is what are your gifts? Most people can't tell you what their gift is. But what is a gift? A gift is something that comes easy, comes natural to you, but doesn't come natural to everybody else. Mm -hmm. So once you have a gift and you understand your gift, it doesn't mean that you've arrived because you know what your gift is. If you do know your gift, it's your responsibility to cultivate that gift. Mm -hmm. I never one time took any speaking courses, but they... I'm a speaker. It came easy to me. But I cultivated the gift by doing what? Speaking. Speaking. Getting on as many podcasts and stages and opportunities that I can. Speaker speak. I got like when I'm in the gym, shoot or shoot. Speaker speak. So I'm getting my reps in. They say, you want with Steph Curry shooting in the gym? (laughs) You got to get the reps in. You got to get the reps in. Right. So. Whatever it is that you're gifted in, you have to cultivate that gift. Come on, man. Come on, man. And that's that's going to bring you one step closer to what you're purposing. Because you're not, your purpose is not going to be in doing something that you're not gifted in. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the thing about your gift, use it or lose it. Mm-hmm. Because opportunities aren't lost. They uh-huh. go to somebody else. Yeah. 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 Because I, so many times, like, I mean... Is is like God? God, okay. God be like, you don't want to do it. I guess somebody else do it. That's it. Because at, at the end of the day, it's going to come to fruition, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, two, just two two things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I've been on this this thought right, and it's uh, it's still I'm still articulating it. So just just bet bear with me. But you you said something that really sparked it. Uh, the thought thought again of a purpose right and I, I have been looking at it from from this pr- perspective because i think at times we get purpose get misconstrued when we we view it as a destination yeah it's not a destination it's not a destination Mm-mm. you know what i'm saying i it's i think I, it's 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 not a destination, and I think it's almost, but but yet it is the navigation. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's a journey. It's it's a journey. It's 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 like the navigation system that you use based on understanding your why, based on understanding your desires, based on understanding what's feeding your mind. Yeah, that's going to continue to get you there, right? Yeah, it helps to navigate. It helps to set boundaries because if it's not centered around my perp around my why, why am I doing it? Right. 
You know? So that's, that's, that's the, fir the first thing. The second thing, and, and I'm family. One thing that Andre said as he talk, talked about those five A's to change. And again, we're going to put all the links to the books in the podcast uh, uh, podcast notes. So, you know, click on them. Definitely go support. We're going to have, have his web, website as, as well. But one thing you said about awareness around change, and this kind of goes back to the, the mindset that I had to understand, is when you said your thinking powers your creation. Okay, let's talk about understanding we're all born to create. Yeah. And we're all creating things every day. Every day. So the question becomes, are you creating something positive? Yeah. Are you creating something negatively? Right. Because I had to think about it or I had to come be aware of like, oh, I need to be really understanding or watching what I'm listening to yeah. musically. Yeah. I need to be understanding what I'm feeding my mind yeah. scrolling on the internet. Yes. You know, Twitter, social media, whatever, um, the new name, I don't forget. You know what I'm saying? All these things. Oh, that's why I'm creating and speaking and now acting in this behavior. You what get you it. Been feeding yourself. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been listening. Oh, yes, I, sir. I, I can't. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, that's that's a little bit too much for me. That's yeah. I'm gonna have to. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't. I can't be watching that. You know, or I, I got. That's when we, when you talk about these are practical steps. When you take a thing about awareness and how, again, taking accountability, right. And understanding how you're going to shift your mindset. Yeah. Again, it begins with thoughts, shifting your mindset. You're going to have to feed your thoughts differently. Yes, sir. You, you got it, brother. Your thoughts differently. Yeah. You know, and that's, the, that's, that, that's something, man. I, and again, when I say it's something, it's something I have to practice. Cause I have to think about that even now. Cause yeah, I like, sometimes I like, I like some little ratchet music, you know, I like, you know, I like every now and then listen to, to certain, certain things. Yeah. You know? Your flesh, the flesh likes it. The fle yeah. but, let me, but let me tell you, but let me tell you what's interesting though. Mm -hmm. As you continue to grow spiritually. Yeah. Some of the things that you used to like, you lose an appetite for. You lose an appetite. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like some of the places that you want to used to go to, you don't want to go no more. Some of the things that you hear and watch, I just can't do it no more. I can't do it no more. But I, that's I, if you continue to grow. Most yeah. people they stop growing. Yeah, and and woo, and that's it's the the thing about it. Um, um, that you you said like far as the flesh. That's one thing I had to understand when I finally overcame pornography. Praise God. Was, was the under, un, understanding that little things that I would watch on TV, again, understanding what you're feeding yourself will spark the creation. Now, you know, will spark these actions you know, of, of, of what, what, what I would, um, based on what, what I was watching. Right. Yeah. Subconsciously and, you realize it. Yeah, exactly. But to, to your point now to 
where it's now so, and again, I'm being full transparency. There's areas where it's, it's definitely distasteful, where the, the, the appetite for it has definitely uh, went, went away, but I'm still understanding that I still have this flesh. So when something peaks my eye, peaks my eye, like, oh, I got to understand that's my flesh. So what, 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 I, what, what I'm saying, family, is as you overcome these things, understand that your flesh is just acting out as it, as it was designed to do. Yeah. Your that flesh doesn't is still mean that you surrender to it. Right. Right. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's going back to that awareness and that accountability. I'm aware of my flesh. I'm aware of certain things on TV. I can't watch because it brings back too many memories. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, right. and, and, and what, one thing, man, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this, man, cause it's a testimony. My wife, um, and this, this kind of goes back to, I'm, I'm currently working with a, a, a mental health coach. Um, and this is why again, fam, it's, it's so critical that you take time to really build your, your mental health. But I learned this technique called chain analysis where it helps you to trace back your thoughts, right? To understand how did you, or why did you act out in that way? What, what, what thoughts kind of drove that behavior, right? So you kind of think about what was the behavior? What was the feelings? What was the emotions or the thoughts that drove all those things? And as you do that, that, that chain, chain analysis, you're getting to a point where, oh, the root cause is that I was vulnerable. My vulnerability was exposed. So my wife goes out, out, out of town, family, and she goes out of town for, for work. It was like a cu- couple weeks ago. And I remember the last time she went out of town to, to work, I stumbled and went on some sites. This time, I'm getting the same feeling. But then by based on doing that chain, chain, chain analysis, I understood, oh, I was lonely. So what did I do, family? I started reading the Bible. I started talking to God. And right, right then and there, again, what is feeding your thoughts? Because I couldn't. Yeah. I could I couldn't keep eat um I, I could keep looking at TV and looking at uh late night things and everything like that because that would created the wrong actions from those thoughts. I had to now feed my thoughts with okay, yeah, let me go ahead and um open the Bible up, pray, even talk to God. Hey, God, I'm kinda alone and and right there, soothing. Right there, like, hey, it's okay. You know, that's just your flesh. Yeah, you're right. It is just my flesh. Like it ain't, it ain't me. That's not. That doesn't define who I am, and what you had called me to be. You know, that's not my identity. You know, and um, and and that of itself, man. I'm, you know, just kind of, you know, <laughs> had to say that, man, because just what what you had said and just what was kind of really stirring stirring me up, of. Uh, Feeding your thoughts, man, when it comes to shifting your mindset and being aware and holding yourself accountable and like, oh, yeah, are you aware of your flesh? 
are you aware of your weaknesses? That's that, true. That part right there, once you understand that, now you're able to, oh, let me hold myself accountable. Let me cut this off. Let, let me, oh, let me, hey, let me open up the Bible. You know, let me change the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> real, man. That's real. And, but... and, let, let, and, and from there, you starting to shift. You pivoting your thoughts right yes. there. You pivoting yeah. your thoughts right, right there, man. Um, yeah, because your actions have a direct impact on your thoughts. Your yeah. words do, your actions do. Yeah. But I commend you for that, and I and I and I um, I have a lot of respect for you being able to be transparent about that, man, because it's not easy to do. So I yeah. commend you for that, and I'm proud of you, man. But what I want to make sure that people understand is, when I mean, you are battling the flesh or those thoughts or, or whatever the case may be, addictions, whatever, whatever yeah. it is. What you don't want to do is nothing. Come on now. You want to do something. Come on. So it's now. not that you just you cut it off and do nothing. No, you replace those urges with something positive, something healthy. Yeah. So for instance, if you feel if you find yourself getting in that moment, drop down, do 20 push-ups. Yeah. You know, you do something that's going to shift your focus. And and when you do something physical, it has a direct impact on your mental and your emotional and mm -hmm. your all of that. It's all connected it all runs together you know yeah. you may want to take 20 laps around the block i don't know you know whatever whatever it takes but just understand that you do something yeah something positive something helpful something that's going to uh be healthy for you and but exactly. I, I commend you and that's what you did you did you turned that 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 energy and um you didn't dispose of it. You you redirected it. Redirected that energy. Come on, and, man. And that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's cool, man. Again, talking to Andre Notice, um, man. I I guess kind of leaving with with this this thought here, man. And um, like if you can speak to those individuals, to the individuals that's listening to this podcast, that maybe you know, to your point have been saying those type of statements about life and about purpose and trying to understand, trying to navigate what's my, my purpose and, 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 and just kind of maybe going through some, some moments of difficulty. Like I want you to kind of speak directly to them. Like what, what do you say to, to help them, man? Or if you, you can speak directly to them now. The first thing I want to tell you is understand that everybody has a story. This is just your story. And the beautiful thing is you have the power to change the story and to finish it however you want to finish it. So I would encourage you to do this. However you want that story to end, think it and then ink it. Write it down, literally. Take out a sheet of paper, take out a notepad, write down specifically five years from now, I am, and then you write that down. And once you write that down, you write it down in, first of all, you write it down in I am, in the, in the present tense, not I'm going to be, not I will be, no, mm -hmm. I am. The word of God says, I am. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna say, I am. Mm -hmm. Once you write it down, I want you to read that every single day just take two minutes write it down 
read it, think about it, and begin to feel as if you are already in that situation right now. Yeah. You don't have to wait till you have a million dollars in the bank to become a millionaire. You're a millionaire when you decide to become a millionaire. It all starts with how you think. Again, God made you successful. You cannot fail. You're ready to succeed. And I'm here to help you do it. Come on, come on, man. Andre, notice. Uh, come on. I, 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 come on, dude. Love it, love it, love it, man. Um, where people can, can, can find you, man. Tell us, you know, uh, some of your handles, uh, website that people can, yeah. can get in contact with you, man. Absolutely, man. I'm very easy to find. Uh, my last name is Notice, not Ice, just like the word <laughs> Notice is my real last name. So Andre Notice, you can Google me. You can uh, My Instagram handle is actually, you will notice me. The letter U will notice me. But if you Google Andre Notice, I'll pull up. Or you go to AndreNotice.com, NoticeAndre.com. And I'm real easy to find. Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Twitter, Instagram, Google. I'm easy to find. Cool, cool, cool. Again, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, for sharing your expertise. Um, it's been enjoyable. It's been a rich con um, conversation. Hopefully, family, you have learned something. You can take something to really drive your purpose. Because you know what? You were created for greatness. Okay? Yep. But no matter what life brings you, always love God, love yourself, love your neighbor. I'm your favorite neighbor, Jay Murray. Till next time, be blessed.